by the blood this morning. Amen. Shake your neighbor's hand as you're seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I had someone to mention to me this morning, said, Pastor, do not hold us very long. It's hot in here, so. Somebody said, it's so hot in here. I won't tell you, Brother Dale, that was your buddy, Jim Brooks, who said that. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the family of God, isn't it? Isn't it something that you go all week, but... When you come together as a, the family of God, doesn't it feel good? I mean, you can even have a brother or sister that you might meet with through the week, and that's good, and we need each other. We really need each other, but it's nothing like coming together as a whole family in the family of God, worshiping the Lord and loving on, uh, loving on each other. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Hey, praise the Lord. If you don't see someone here this morning that is uh, normally here, please pick up the phone and call them. Amen? Uh, I believe we had some sheets in the back uh, with people's phone numbers and everything on it, some back with two or three months ago. We'll try to get some more of those back on the table back there. Uh, but pick up the phone, tell them you love them, tell them you miss them, and uh, praise the Lord. Just love on them. Continually to pray for Tammy. Tammy is gone this morning. She is ministering and preaching at another church. So uh, pray for, be praying for her. Amen. We talked, uh, didn't Tina do a good job last week? (laughs) Okay, she didn't do that good of a job, okay. Amen. She did a wonderful, wonderful job last week, and I just just fed us last week, and I thought it was a a wonderful job that that she did. Amen. We're going to talk a couple, the week before that, uh, I uh, mentioned that we were going to talk on the subject of a breakthrough for a couple for a couple weeks, and so I want to I want to talk about that for a few minutes. But uh, I'm going to kind of recap a few things that I had talked about uh, before. But uh, I want to give you something that I, that I feel like the Lord has really laid on my heart of a reason sometimes that we don't get the breakthrough that we need. Um, how many of you want a, a breakthrough that it's completely through? That you're not just like, um, I get halfway there and then I keep falling back a little bit. Or I, I get three quarters there and it seems like I go, I go back. I want a I breakthrough where I completely get through. That I'm not dealing with the same old stuff or same old thing that I was dealing with before, I want a breakthrough that completely, and that's what breakthrough means, a, a complete breakthrough. But how many of you are like me at times, you feel like that you're beginning to get a breakthrough, but you don't continually get that breakthrough. So I, I want to recap a few things on breakthrough that I mentioned. Then I, then I want to give you something that I feel like the Lord has laid upon my heart of maybe a reason that you and I don't get completely the breakthrough that you and I uh, desire. How many of you uh, are tired of the devil's lies? That you know that, that God has a breakthrough for you, but the devil keeps lying to you, telling you that it's not for you. I believe we all can raise our 
hands. You're tired of having a defeated mindset. You're tired of living where you feel tired and wore out and confused. Tired of the lies of the enemy that you're not going to receive victory in your life. How many just this week the devil lied to you and whispered in your ear that you're going to stay defeated. So I got two. So praise God. The rest of you got victory. Amen. How many? Maybe I must have picked the wrong sermon. Uh, how many of you that the devil lied to you this week and said that you're not going to get completely victory in your life? But can I tell you... That's just a lie of the enemy. I've seen a miracle happen with our brother Wayne this week. It was a miracle that happened. It wasn't a halfway miracle. God worked a miracle. Second Samuel chapter 5 and verse 20 says, So David came to Belperazim and defeated them there. And he said... The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the breakthroughs of water. Therefore, he named the place Baal Perazim. David needed a miracle in his life. And the Bible says in 2 Samuel that his enemies was defeated there. Say that with me. Defeated there. How many of you got a place that you want God to defeat your enemy? Breakthrough means an act of instant moving through. A sudden advancement. A burst through or to burst open. I, I, I come to encourage you today that God is going to give you a sudden breakthrough. So I'm going to worship before my breakthrough. Why? Because I know my breakthrough is coming. No matter what it looks like at this moment or at this time, it may not look really good, but I am going to worship because I know just like David, my place of Bel Perizim is going to happen and I'm going to get my sudden breakthrough. The place of Bel Perizim, your place of sudden advancement is coming. Your place of sudden advancement, the devil has lied to you and I, say long enough. Say with me, doors that were shut are going to instantly open. Doors that were shut are now going to be instantly open. Healings that were in the wings is going to happen. Money that's been held up is going to come forth. Marriages is good that has had a setback, God is going to bring together again. Families are going to be restored. Wisdom is going to be coming forth. Praying for our lost loved ones, they're coming to Christ. People being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's going to happen. 
Breakthrough is coming. Your place of Baal Perizim is coming. The devil is a liar. The devil is lying to us. Victory is coming. We're going to have our own victory march because it's going to happen, church. David was saying we were being defeated. Our territory was being conquered. But God gave us a sudden breakthrough. There was a woman named Hannah. She was barren. She had went for years and could not have children. This was a valley of trouble for her. This was a situation for her that she could not change. She, and she wanted to have children, but she couldn't have children. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 20. And in due time. I want to tell you this morning, in due time, your victory's coming. Say with me, in due time. Say, in due time, Pastor. My victory's coming. In due time. She gave birth to a son, and she named him Samuel. Verse 27 says, I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and she has granted, he has granted my request. Hannah got her breakthrough when she sought the Lord. God not only gave her a breakthrough, he gave her an increase. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm getting a breakthrough, but my increase is coming. Come on, I, I, I'm, I'm getting a breakthrough, and but my increase is coming. This is how I see it. I haven't got my full breakthrough yet, but I'm going to worship in the time of my breakthrough coming because I know my breakthrough's coming, and then I know my increase is coming. Some of you are having a hard time believing if you're going to get your breakthrough. I've been there. I've walked that. Wondering if it was even going to happen. But God is telling us this morning that not only is your breakthrough coming, but increase is coming. And not only, I said this a couple weeks ago, Sister Colleen, not only is God going to save our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, but I am believing more than for salvation I believe they're going to walk for God. I believe they're going to be missionaries. I believe they're going to be pastors. I believe they're going to be worshipers. I believe they're going to be bus drivers. I believe they're going to be working in the sound. I believe they're going to be working. I'm not just going to believe there's going to be a breakthrough. I believe God is going to use our kids, our grandkids, and our great-grandkids. So I am not just settling for a breakthrough. I'm looking for increase. Hallelujah. God not only gave her a breakthrough, he gave her an increase in chapter 2 and verse 22. And the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She gave birth to three more sons and two daughters. God not only wants us to get a breakthrough, he wants us to have increase. Jabez cried out, Lord, don't just bless me. Lord, just don't bless me and give me a breakthrough, Jabez cried out, Lord, bless me indeed. 
And what happened? Jabez got his breakthrough, and God blessed him indeed. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 12 says, Whoever has, whoever has will be given more. Whoever has, whoever's got that breakthrough, God said, I'm going to give you more. And they will have an abundance. Say with me, an abundance. Last week or the week before, we talked about King Jehoshaphat. And uh, Tina made reference to him last week. In verse 20, the Bible says he had trouble on every side. Have you ever felt like there was trouble on every side? Brother Wayne went in the hospital and he got his shoulder operated on. and Things were looking good. Trouble, say trouble on every side. Trouble on every side. He went in, and now he had an infection. They were cleaning that up. Say trouble on every side. Trouble on every side. Then he had a heart attack. Trouble, say trouble on every side. But that trouble on every side does not shake my God. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. Trouble on every side does not shake my God. God. Jehoshaphat had trouble on every side. Jehoshaphat was facing these enemies. He was, he was facing uh, the, the battle in the, these armies. And it, he was facing the Moabites, the Amorites, and the Midianites. They came to war against Jehoshaphat. The devil comes not only just to be around, just to speak in your ear a little bit. He comes to bring war in your situation. Remember, when the devil comes, he means to defeat you. Let me say that again. When the devil comes, he means to defeat you. Uh, when the devil comes, he means to defeat you on every side. He wants to defeat your marriage. Come on. He wants to defeat your marriage. He wants to defeat your business. He wants to defeat your job. He wants to defeat your children. He wants to defeat your home. He wants to defeat your health. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 20, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to the Lord. How many of you are like me? At times you have got literally uh, afraid and anxiety and fear and things have set in when your trouble keeps on mounting. So the Bible says, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judea. So Judea gathered together. Look at your neighbor and said, gathered together to seek help from the Lord. Lord, I need you. The Amorites and the Jebusites and the Midianites it's coming up against us, and we're going to lose this war. We're going to lose our battle. We're, we're going to get sick. We're going to die. All of this stuff is going on. But the Bible says, And Judea gathered together to seek the Lord. And they even came from all the cities of Judea to seek the Lord. Let me put a disclaimer in here. It's very important to go to church. It's very important to gather together as believers to go to church to seek God and worship together. Here it is again. They sought the Lord and proclaimed the fast. They put their faces 
to the altar. They grabbed a hold of the horns of the altar and they cried out. Jehoshaphat knew the enemy was on every side. Jehoshaphat was terrified of his army and they meant business and they were going to destroy Jehoshaphat, the army, and his family. Jehoshaphat and his family, Israel, needed a major breakthrough. Say a major breakthrough. How many of you need a major breakthrough in your life this morning? Uh, because just maybe the sermon don't pertain to you a lot this morning, but there will become a time in your life that you're not going to just need a breakthrough. You're going to need a major breakthrough in your life. That the enemy is on every side. The Amorites, the Midianites, the Jebusites, the Canaanites, the Mosquito Bites, all of them. They're going to be on every side fighting you, coming against you. And you're going to need together, together with some other ones from other people to seek the Lord. Verse 22, and as they began to sing and praise God like we did this morning. See, we don't get together just to praise and sing God and get together as a family just to do that because the music and the sound sounds good. We get it together to sing and praise God to see our enemies defeated. So when I come to church on Sunday morning, I want to come in a victory march. God, I'm coming. i got some situations in my life, but I'm going to Calvary Assembly of God, and I'm going with the rest of the family, and we're going to worship, and we're going to praise, and we're going to glorify God, and we're going to march until the victory's coming. That's why sometimes, Brother Jerry, I linger in worship. Because I know there's victory in praise and worship. And Tina talked about that last week. There's victory and praise in worship. Verse 25, 22, and they begin to sing and praise. Here it is again. They worship the Lord. Listen to this. The Lord sent an ambush against the men of the Ammonites and the Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. I believe as we sung hallelujah this morning, I believe that we were marching against our enemy, and I believe in the unseen world, where you and I cannot see, by faith, I believe that our praise and our worship push back the enemy. Come on, let's give the Lord a, a hand on that. Verse 25 says, King Jehoshaphat and his men went out together the plunder, meaning they had won the victory. It means there was a sudden breakthrough. There was a sudden Burst, and the Bible says they went out after the war, and after they had won the war, to gather all the plunder, which means to gather all the goods, to gather all the things that were left over, to gather all the money, to get all the riches, all the houses, all the land. God said, Jehoshaphat, not only am I going to take care of your problem and give you a sudden first, but now I am going to give you increase like you've never experienced. Let me say to you that have been fighting a furious battle the last couple months or the last year or the last week. Once again, God is not only looking to give you a sudden burst and bring you a breakthrough, 
Right on the other side of that is God's going to increase and do something great in your life. And it's in this story uh, again. But I want to I want to shift gears. We've seen the we've seen Hannah Jehoshaphat, and uh, we've seen the story of David. How there was a certain burst through, and how God brought victory. And, and do you believe God's going to bring victory to you? Come on, do you really believe it? That is coming. That is coming. But the Lord just there's something that the Lord showed to me that we are that gets in our lives that stops breakthrough. Do you want to know what stops breakthrough? Now, we, we can worship. Uh, we can praise the Lord on a Sunday morning. We can put our uh, worship tapes on. We can have someone to pray with us and come together. But how many of you know that sometimes we still have not got our breakthrough? So if we worship and we praise and we get someone to pray with us and we gather together in here to worship and praise and our breakthrough does not happen, then I want to know why. I want to know why. The why is in Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12. It says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till He comes and rains righteousness on you. Sow to yourself in righteousness is the first thing. Are you praying? Are you fasting? Are you studying the Word? Are you sowing into yourself righteousness? And then it says you will reap in mercy. How many of you want the mercies of God in your life? Amen. We all do. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till He comes and rains righteousness on you. Fallow ground that needs to be broken up in our lives. Unplowed ground. The Israelites were warned against committing this fault in their spiritual journey. God is saying to you and I, evil habits must be broken off and a new character formed. Selfish living, this living to please our own selves. This is living, this is it's all about me or sinful pleasure or slothfulness or it's okay how I talk about people, or it's okay what I say about others, or it's okay what I put on social media, it's okay how I talk about my boss, it's okay that I have a bad attitude, it's okay that I think what I think about others, it's okay how I treat others, it's okay how I treat my wife and be disrespectful to my husband, be disrespectful to others. Now, it's got pretty quiet in here. We were shouting when... David, Jehoshaphat, and Hannah got their miracles. But God says sometimes the reason you're not getting your sudden breakthrough, that there's things in your life that you may be hiding that only God sees. That only God sees. We think of the big sins. We think of committing adultery. We uh, think of killing. We think of stealing. We think of, the, we think of the big sins. But God wanted me to come to the pulpit this morning and tell you it's not always the big sins that hinder our breakthrough. 
Matthew chapter 5 and verse 28 says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with, that has a lustful intent, just has the lustful intent, the intent of it, has already committed adultery in his heart. It's the intent of the heart. Let's say it together. The intent of the heart. How many of you want your breakthrough? How many of you? If we want Jesus to pass by, if we want a breakthrough, we need to look at our heart. God is not concerned about how, God is not concerned so much about how much we read our Bible, how much we pray, and how much we fast if we do not have a clean heart. God is saying, break up the fallow ground. The loose living, the loose actions that you have. May we all make the choice to till up and break open the unplowed ground in our heart. I believe if we will take it seriously that God will break open the blessings if we'll break open the fallow ground and hard ground in our life. Have we become numb to what unfruitfulness does in our life? Has it kept us from God's best from God's inheritance in our life? You may say, I don't need to break up from gossip, or I don't need to break up from my addiction, or I don't need to break from my bad habits. I don't need to break up for comments and pictures and things and that I may put on Facebook. Could God be saying, I will not break open my blessings to you if you will not break open the fallow ground in your life? Hosea chapter 10 says, break open your fallow ground for it's time to seek the Lord. Hosea is saying, now is the time. Hear the scripture? Now is the time. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. The, the, the prophet said, Israel, if you want a breakthrough, Israel, if you want to win over your enemies, now is the time to deal with with your heart, Israel. I come to tell you and I, we all want a breakthrough. But after looking at this, I've got to examine my heart. God, is there's areas that I am not getting a breakthrough because there's maybe something in my heart that you're not pleased with? God, I want to deal with that. Some of us, I'll be truthful. Some of us will leave this morning and we will pray. And we will ask God, Lord, what may it be in my heart that I need to get out of my heart? Do I have a selfish attitude? What, what is it in my life? Have I said something about somebody? Am I doing something I shouldn't do? Some will leave. Let's be honest. And they will this week get on their knees and they will deal with that. And God will bring their breakthrough. Others will kind of push it to the side because they have been pushing it aside for the long time. But God is telling me to communicate to you this morning in love and in grace and mercy. Deal with whatever you have to deal with. Get it out of your life and move forward because whatever that God is asking me to do and surrender, I want my breakthrough more than I want to hold on to whatever it may be that he's trying, that I'm trying to hold on to. Amen? If you're willing to break up your fallow ground, I'm willing to, it's God has said, I'm willing to rain righteousness. 
I'm willing to rain the glory and the power and your inheritance down. But you got to take your responsibility spiritually to break up your own fallow ground. Let me ask you this question. Could it be our lack of concern, our unwillingness to break up the fallow ground? Could it be holding back our miracle? And the answer is yes. Malachi chapter 2 and verse 12 says, The one who breaks open or breaks out, they will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them and the Lord at their head. God is saying, if you're serious about breaking open your fallow ground, if you're willing to allow me to till up that ground in your heart and break it open and show you what's really down inside and underneath, God says, I'm going to give you a breakthrough. David said in Psalms chapter 51.10, and it's very clear, create in me a clean heart, Oh, God, David is saying, renew the right spirit within me, O Lord. Hosea chapter 10 verse 13 says, Their king will pass through before them the Lord at their head. How many are ready for the king to pass by? How many of you want the king to pass by your marriage? How many of you want the king to to pass by your home. You want the king to pass by your family, your children. You want the king to pass by Calvary Assembly of God. You want Jesus to walk by. How many of you want Jesus to walk by your situation? How many of you believe that Jesus can walk by your situation? How many of you believe that Jesus walked in Wayne Bartley's room the other night? Come on, church. How many, can I come down off of here? How many believe that Jesus wants to walk by? When Jesus walks by, your circumstance is a breakthrough just like that. I got a few things in my life that I need. I need Jesus just to walk by. Because if Jesus will just walk by, if Jesus would just walk by, the drug-addicted son is over drugs. If Jesus would just walk by my situation, then your family, your situation that needs to be healed, the healer, when the, all the healer has to do is just walk by. All the healer has to do is just walk by in my situation. Jesus just walked by and was coming in the city when they were bringing a little boy out that was dead. But all Jesus had to do was meet him at the gate. And when he met him at the gate, the boy come alive up out of the casket. Why? Because Jesus just walked by. That's all it takes. It's just Jesus walking by. The woman at the well... Jesus was just walking to the well and met her at the well. Lazarus is dead in the grave. Which means he's not breathing. Which means we got a big problem if we want Lazarus alive walking around with Mary and Martha. But all Jesus had to do 
is just walk by. All he had to do is just walk by. All Jesus has to do in your situation is just walk by. For when he walks by, cancer is healed up immediately. When he walks by, back trouble is healed. When he just walks by. Let me close with this. Is it worth, this is for every one of us, is it worth for keeping anything in our heart and not breaking up that fallow ground and letting God get it out of our life? Is it worth holding on to and rejecting of taking it out? Is it worth holding on to for not our miracle to come? I'm ready. Let's say it all together. God, create in us a clean heart. God, forgive us of any sin in our life. God, reveal to us anything you're not pleased with. God, this morning, I'm asking you to clean me. Amen. Can you give the Lord a hand? Let's stand. Praise God. Let's all stand. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's three things believe this week that God's going to bring you a breakthrough. Amen. Say, by faith is coming. But remember, remember, this week, will you get down somewhere or maybe you're Maybe you're riding uh, down the road in your vehicle or uh, maybe you're sitting on your couch or in your chair. Will you do this this week for me or find a place to kneel? Would you just pray that prayer again? God, uh, create in me a clean heart because we, we just heard that if it's things in our life that God's not pleased with, that it will, mar- it will, it will, uh, it will hold up our breakthrough and our miracle. And you know, sometimes we continually put that thing off that God may be dealing with us about where we become, as I said a few minutes ago, where we come be kind of numb of it. And then we keep saying, you know, it, it's okay. It's going to be, it'll be all right. You know, it, that, I'm not going to deal with that. Where we become kind of numb and then we go on. Well, you know, as you continually go on and go on, do you know sometimes the conviction is not near as strong as it was the first time that God dealt with us. But do you know just because the conviction wasn't as strong as it was six months or a year ago that God dealt with us because we've become numb and put off His voice, God is just as much wrong as it was a year ago as it is right now. We've just numbed ourselves to the voice of God of talking Him talking that little still ball voice down inside of us, right? So this week, wait, will you commit to me Because I know all of you want to break through in your life. And it's coming, church. It's coming. The enemy has hit this church. But I'm telling you, victory is coming. Grab someone by the hand. Father, we just ask you to look into our our heart, God. God, it's like a, Lord, it's it's like a surgery that goes in. and, And the rest of our body looks great. Our vital signs is good and 
things look great, but the doctor uh, is taking an x-ray, and he says, uh, I, I found a spot right there, and if, if I just let it go, uh, you're going you're gonna to start getting sick. And I can, I can give you a little medicine for it uh, and some pain medicine, but it's still there. And uh, if you keep letting it go, you're eventually going to get really, really sick. So the doctor says, do you want to take care of it? All of us will want to take care of it. God, it's no different in the spiritual realm. Things in our life that you're not pleased with, holds up where you want to take us. So this morning, we just, uh, right now, for the next few minutes, if y'all just raise the music a little bit, and I want you guys just to search your heart before we leave, and then we're going home. I'm going to close in prayer. Let's just search our heart as a family, as a family of God. Father, just, just search our heart this morning. Just search our heart this morning. someone by the hand and let's pray Father hallelujah Father thank you for your presence this morning thank you for touching us thank you as we came together as a family today able to love on each other and care for each other Father we just we close with this creating us a clean heart oh Lord and renew the right spirit in us Forgive us of any sin in our life in any wicked way that, God, we know our breakthrough is coming. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.